At Iowa Eye Center, we realize how important it is to take in life's most precious moments through your own eyes. All seven of our eye doctors are medically trained to handle the full spectrum of your vision needs. So whether you need eye surgery, an optical exam, or just a new pair of glasses, Iowa Eye Center will see you through. At Iowa Eye Center, our vision experts are at the center of all your vision needs. To learn more about what Iowa Eye Center can do for you, visit our website at iowaeyecenter.com. Unlike other automakers, we at Ford don't think you should need a 20-minute tutorial to open your glove box. So we made our technology easy to use by making our vehicles available with Blue Cruise hands-free driving, Sync 4, and the Ford Pass app. And the best part? They just work. Built for America. Built Ford proud. Optional features listed. Welcome to Garden Views. Interesting conversations with interesting people who have done and or are doing interesting things. So sit back and enjoy. Welcome everyone into Garden Views, a Garden of Doom production. And our guest today is Keith McMaster, who I call the action hero. And I've been calling him the action hero for, I don't know, probably 15 or 20 years now. And apparently um, Google calls him the action hero too. And it's because he was Captain America before Chris Evans ever took that role. Um, and now, of course, uh, um, uh, Anthony Mackie has uh, taken it over. But in any event, Keith, how you been? Been great, man. Been, been busy, but great. It's, uh, you know, even through all these times, you got to look for positives. Absolutely. Well, that's part of why you're here. So just as a little way of background, uh, and I'm not going to give up too much, but I knew Keith from my prior world uh, in a professional setting um, where he uh, was involved in a company that, that uh, was sort of like a synergistic uh, type of service for my prior business. Uh, but as it turned out, that was just a means for an ends to him uh, because even though Action Hero was accidental, for me, it wasn't for him. He, he looked the part. He looked, he looked like an action hero. Uh, that's why I called him Action Hero because he looked like an action figure. And I came to learn that he was a, a trainer and, and you'd see these pictures and he'd be with these different athletes or at an Under Armour event or an NFL event or this, that, the other thing. And it turned out he just wasn't just a fan going round and round that, that he was training these people. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, you know, I have contracts. You know, I train some of these folks too. And I'm like, nope, didn't know that um, because I was only interested in me. So, <laughs> and no, that's not true. But I, I was, uh, well, let's, let's call a spade a spade. I was, I was drunk half the time at, at, at these work conferences. And so, uh, you know, finding out what, what someone else was doing, well, you know, wasn't my priority if it wasn't directly the business. And since we were already using this company, he didn't have to wine and dine me either. So it was already very, uh, it was already very Pacific and copacetic relationship. So, Keith, Take us back to the early days and, and, and tell, you know, first of all, introduce yourself, tell them anything that you want them to know about you, and then we'll get into this this athletic training gig that you've turned into a profession. Well, I think, uh, you know, if you if you want to really know what, I'm, what I do is I'm a football coach, right? And, then, and I just like coaching kids from youth level all the way to adults. And, 
when I started the company that I met you that I met you through, um, it was really just so in the end, so I could coach football. Like uh, that's my that's my main love. That's my passion in life is coaching kids, and so um, that's a, a quick quick overview. And fortunately, I think I've been coaching almost twenty years for football and in various uh, events, and and uh, things have been good. So. Well, that's cool. So, uh, how did like how did it start, and how did it get to the point where you would get gigs, like sort of training with like the Chicago Bears and, and stuff like that? So it all started. It started because I, I mean, I played football in high school, and then I played some in college at a small school, and then it, it turned out, you know, it's funny how things change and your events change, your life and where your paths go. But my school drops my major. And so I have to transfer out after just one year playing college ball, which was, uh, it was a little disrupting. It was a little, it was a pretty big change, right? Like I thought I was going to play four years there. I didn't. Fortunately, my old high school coach brought me back, turned me into a football coach. And then I started coaching at my old high school. I coached there through 2002. I think it was the, through the late, through the nineties and 2002. I, I, uh, I took a little break when I had some kids and then, about 2000, I think it was like, it was around 2009. I know it was Super Bowl, it was Super Bowl 43 that uh, I got a call from a friend of mine. He ran a flag league down in Florida and he asked me, Hey, can you, can you uh, give me some time off? I'm going to help with this flag clinic for the Super Bowl. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, you can have those two weeks off as long as you let me go with you. So he did, he got, he got me an invite down there. And from there, uh, I started handling some events for the NFL and for some other companies, but, and, uh, and it turned into MC role. And, and I've been fortunate that since Super Bowl 43, I've been able to, uh, have the role of MC on field coordinator, football coach, and still coach football. So even after that, in 2011, I think I got a call from my old head coach again, and he's like, you're ready to come out of retirement from you know, so I was in retirement from being a dad. I thought I'd be a dad for a few years from 2002 to 2009 when I started doing some NFL, just a few NFL events. Then 2011, my old head coach calls me. He's an athletic director at a school. Rich Easton is like ready to come out of retirement. And he got me back into coaching again. And I've been coaching at a few different schools since then and, and uh, still coaching today. So. Well, I understand that you actually, uh, your team was sort of like the Bad News Bears, and you've taken them to a very impressive record. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, the last winning record they had was 2011, and they won three games in the last three years. So um, I, I walked in there, February 9th, I walked into the building, and our first game was about four weeks later, five weeks later. We ended up pulling off a record of five and one, and uh, and. We were second in the league in scoring and and did all right. We did all right. Same coaches, same players, same uh, same same everything was you know same administration, same school. But I think you know you just bring a little bit of positivity and and a little belief in the kids and and they respond. So very nice. Well, good. We definitely want to plug that. But we want, but we don't want to skip over. You go from flag football to doing some events from the NFL, and, I, and that seemed you know. That, that was one sentence, but I have a feeling that that bridge was a little bit more complicated. Yeah, so it's uh, 
so I, I was. I was, uh, I was down there as a coach helping out with their flag football, with their flag football clinic. And, uh, you know, as a coach, I'm pretty energetic. I'm, I mean, you know me for years. I'm pretty energetic. And yep. I get after it. So, uh, you know, the people noticed. And I said, hey, you ever need help with anything else, let me know. And so I got a call from a friend of mine the next year and said, hey, are you are you able to MC this event? Said, what does MC stand for? Like master of ceremonies. Like, okay, like get on the microphone and be a dude, right? Like yep. and, and a personality. And I'm like, uh, MC. Like I can't uh, MC. I'm I'm a football coach, right? Like you know. So they were like, look, just be a football coach on the microphone. So I did. And I wasn't that good, and but. They must have thought I was good enough because they, they called me again the next year to, to help out again. So from there, I started handling draft events and kickoff events. And uh, eventually, they sent me overseas to London, and we helped uh, train players and adults overseas in London. All right, slow really down. Cool. Who's they? Who's this they that called you? Uh, well, there's a couple of organizations. So the, the NFL contracts with, uh, with various organizations. So... Um, Sometimes it's an NFL event, sometimes it's a Nike event, sometimes it's an Under Armour event, sometimes it's a USA football event. So there's all these different uh, companies that are trying to promote the game of football. And uh, and once you're once you're known as a coach or as a as a different niche within within the ranks there, they, they rely on you and they, my name passed around to different people. So it's been it was pretty cool because that first MC event, I know I was like, I was scared. It was like, it was almost like starting off a, it was like being a part of a brand new football game, right? Like you get mm-hmm. the butterflies and then, and then you mess up and then you're trying to make, you're trying to fix it. And, and like I said, I probably was not that good. I don't think I was, I, I probably still am just an average, but that's okay. Uh, you know, the whole goal is to make kids have fun playing the game of football. And so as long as I keep my focus on the kids, and when we're working, whether as a coach or as an MC or as a you know on-field person, that I think things turn out the right way, and then I bring the energy level with that, and things go pretty well. Okay. So, what was your uh, first like NFL event? That was Super Bowl Forty Three, and I was just one coach, one coach on a field with I don't know, probably twelve other coaches or or so. And uh, just handling a little quadrant, little field, and and uh, I think I was teaching flag pulling. Okay. So, and this is for kids who are what club level football, high school. They were just any kid, any kid out there that wanted to learn how to play football, or any kid that knew how to play football. But pretty much like probably between four and fourteen, or four and sixteen, or six and fourteen, somewhere somewhere in the, that age group. So, you know, if you think of flag pulling. Uh, you got to get to a good breakdown position and get ready to tackle. So it's a great intermediate to learning tackle football. So learning how to pull a flag, it, you break it down and then you pull a flag. So we had we had a drill set up and and the kids were learning that, but they were also learning how to catch passes, how to throw the ball, how to run with the ball. So there was a lot of cool things going on. I was and like I said, I was just a small part of it, so it was pretty pretty neat. That's really cool. Um, and from that, that parlayed into or, or the organizations contacted you for more and more events? Right. Yeah. And so, well, like I said, I, I handled the the next year, Super Bowl 44. Um, they were looking for an MC for that. And then so it's that, that year, I, 
I coordinated with some of the drills that we had already and ran those drills and you just got to make sure that the kids stay timed and, and get to all the drills within a half an hour or an hour. And then I contacted some coaches down there to, uh, to help put the, put the, put the right staff together. And then we, we pulled it off for two weeks in Miami. And, and after that, they called me again. I think I handled draft the following year and, uh, and I had a role as a coach and, like a coordin like a field coordinator out there and uh part MC. And so it just grew and grew. So there was kickoff, then there was um after that then there's Super Bowl again. And then it just started adding different things. Pro Bowl came in two thousand thirteen. So then it was Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, draft, kickoff. So it started growing and then international games. So they they sent me to many places and then other players have have contacted me to, to do their events, so that's it's been cool. Yeah. So, um, are are you allowed to say uh, which players have contacted you? Um, I I probably should just keep that <laughs> keep that off the record. Okay. But uh, you know, just in case, um, you know. I mean, imagine uh, that there's probably press coverage from them anyway, and people you know people. Yeah, there is there's a lot of press coverage, and. Uh, but the, do they do it for their foundations? Do the teams send them? Do the NFL send them? Is it a combination, all of the above? No. So a lot of a lot of players will run their own clinics. They they partner up with USA Football or with the National Football League, and they they'll create clinics similar to the ones that we're running at the big events uh, for Super Bowl or, or draft or kickoff or Pro Bowl, and then they, they run it in their hometown for the kids of their hometown, which is great, right? Like, the more clinics you can run with those NFL alumni guys, the better. So, you know, it ended up, I've, I think I was helping out in San Francisco with an event, and then I got a call, and I had to jump on a plane and go somewhere else, and my kids were with me, I took my kids with me, and, and they're like, well, we'll pay for your flight home, you just come here next, help us with this event. And then we'll get you. We'll get you back home. You and your kids. So I was like, oh, that was cool. So we got two trips and and one for uh, my kids and I. So that was that was pretty neat. Fringe benefit. That's good. Yeah, nothing. nothing That's right. Nothing wrong with that. So if we were to go through your uh, rolodex of players and coaches that you've uh, worked for or with, would you be able to field a pretty good team? Oh, all star team. All star team. <laughs> okay, current all star team. Maybe maybe some of the greatest in history. It's pretty phenomenal. Okay. You do any in Baltimore here where uh, I'm based? I did do some in Baltimore mm -hmm. uh, while, while you were out there um, yeah. for a kickoff after you guys won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. The more recent Super Bowl, obviously. Right. Correct. Right. And if you remember, there was fireworks on the bay and uh, a lot of action going on in the downtown area. You know, you, know, you know what I don't remember? Getting a call from Keith Action Hero on my on my phone. That that's what I don't remember. I, I definitely yeah. Well, you're out of the age group for uh, for the activities that would be uh, fun for you. <laughs> uh, well, okay. You always were quick on your feet, which I guess is uh, one of the skills needed. So, all right. So uh, you uh, do like. Uh, the company, well, you said Nike. Does like Under Armour also uh, run these kinds of clinics? I, they do. I they do. I I know. Um, I know Nike, Under Armour. You know, probably probably Adidas as well. But uh, I'm not too certain. I just know that when you go to when you go to an NFL experience or um, 
you know, they have those, like, they started creating it for draft, you know, they moved the draft around, so they hit, Nike will set up a, Nike, of course, is the sponsor of the sure. NFL now, with the, with the jerseys and stuff, but uh, Under Armour has a big, big event set up, too, with, with, uh, with combine-type activities, because I, I, I believe in, I believe they still sponsor the combine, but I'm not exactly sure. But I know they've always had big, big exhibits at any experiences, NFL experiences, which is which is cool. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're always a big exhibitor, and I'm sure every few years these things come up for bidding, and the the, the companies bid to sponsor. Um, right. Do they compete with each other for like? Your services or, or things that you do, is that it's sort of like a collective? It's sort of communal uh, for everyone? Yeah, I think it's communal. I mean, everybody's trying to do, like, everybody's trying to host great events for kids. And as long as as long as long myself or a couple of other dudes are available um, that they rely on, you know, they'll, they'll see, hey, are you available? And hopefully we can do the events, you know. But a couple um, of dudes can't be like uh, Homer and Barney from The Simpsons, right? <laughs> right. He played in the league for a couple of years, and he's, you know, he's really great with kids. And then uh, another another friend of mine, he's out on the West Coast, and he works with a couple of players. So yeah, it's it's just really a collective effort to help kids, right? Like again, it all has to be the focus has to be positive towards kids, and so that's that's what I think. I think the league, I think the the companies that sponsor these events, um, they all are about the kids, and that's great. So do you need like an agent or something? Like no, no, <laughs> no. I'm my agent. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I, you know, you know, my background is in law, and we hear things with kids and these big organizations like the NFL doesn't get much bigger than that. And uh, you know, and if there's anything bigger than the NFL, it's probably Nike. You know, after that, you're talk- probably talking about Disney or Amazon. You know, um, so. Are there what kind of background checks do they do on you know folks like yourself and the other coaches? I mean, you know, is, is it just somebody knows you and vouches for you, or do, or do they do something? I would imagine that they'd be worried about the liability. But then again, the fraternity of football, maybe maybe it's just well, I don't know. I'm asking you. Yeah, no, that's that's probably outside outside of my level. That's into the HR department. But I know this: we have to. We always had to fill out stuff. We we you know we fill out contracts. And, uh, and we, we, we give away our rights to our likeness and, uh, you know, uh, but I'm sure I know that they checked us out. Like they have to, they have to check us out, right? Like, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, it's one thing if they get Ed Reed to come there, they're not doing a background check on, on, on him. Probably who knows? Maybe they are. Um, but you know, the fortunate, yeah, I was going to say the fortunate thing is most of those, most of the coaches that coach are certified through USA football. And there's a certification process, and then to get certified to them, and then to go and work with a bigger organization, you know that there's more steps to go. So, and then, yeah, like any big events, like these big events, you know, I mean, I've we've seen FBI is there, and, and Homeland Security, and and they're, they're making sure things are safe. So, everything they dot their eyes and cross their t's. Do you have all? Do you have a bunch of certifications hanging on your wall from all these places? No. Nah. I did, you know what? I did keep my first contract. I thought that was kind of cool, and and then, uh, you know, I think I might have kept my first check without cashing it because I was like, I always wanted to work for the NFL, but uh, you know, I always wanted to play for the NFL. Then I wanted to coach in the NFL. I just didn't define my goals clearly enough. Okay. So, 
Well, maybe you're on the path now. You're still a young yes, man. Well, yeah, I, you know, I, uh, I think what I do now is probably more fulfilling than had I have done any of the other stuff. So that's, that's great. Good. That's a, and if I can lead those kids that I help out when, when I coach those clinics, if I can lead those kids to great coaches across America and bring up successful, you know, humans, that's, I'm doing my job. I may never know the ripple effect, but that's, that's what I feel. But one day you will. One day somebody's going to look you up and look at him and go, hey, coach, it's me. You remember me? I, I just got a scholarship to Notre Dame or, you know, or Ohio State or Alabama or whatever. Or I just, you know, got drafted by, well, God forbid, the Jets. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So funny story. The last event I did, I think it was in Miami. Well, I had been seeing one kid that came over and over again to different events. But uh, funny story was uh, a lady brought her young, um, I, I forget if it was boy or girl, lady brought her young kid to, to one of our events and said, yeah, my 20-something-year-old used to come through and do these because we were back in Tampa. That's, that's how it is because I started in Tampa and then we were back in Tampa this year. I was like, oh my goodness, like that's where I started. Like that is so cool, right? So that's good. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Circle of life. You can you can sing it all the time. Right. That's right. Um, so obviously the Super Bowl is probably the biggest event you, you've ever worked. I, I would imagine nothing is bigger than that. What comes second? Like the Pro Bowl? Um, I think the international games are pretty awesome. You Who, know? Who's that creeping behind you? <laughs> Where's she at? Who's that ninja? Hey, ninja. There she is. Oh, it's everyone's favorite, Tadar. Everyone's Tadar, favorite, Tadar. Yeah. Every, everyone's favorite warrior from the steps. It's blurry. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Nice nice to see you, too. It's been 100 years. It's been 100 years, he said. <laughs> yeah. That's our special guest. I won't give out her name because she hasn't given permission and she hasn't known. <laughs> to be recorded but that that is uh uh action heroette i guess we'll we'll say oh yeah oh, it's blurred out it's blurred out for your own protection now uh -oh. protection, yeah. yeah now everybody knows um it's being recorded yeah i mean you you, you can <laughs> oh oh boy i, mean, I wouldn't recommend it it's you know but yeah We certainly can, but we certainly won't. But no, that was, it, 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 human, it humanizes us, you and me. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. I, I famously tell the world I have no friends, so it's, you know, sort of nice for them to hear me, you know, have a semi-normal conversation they may have with, you know, people in their own lives. I actually knew, uh, I knew her before I knew you. I mean, not by a lot, but uh, a little bit. But we're not here to talk about her. We're going to talk about you and, and your stuff. So we were talking she about... Actually, she allows me to do what I do. I, so there you go. B believe me, I understand how that goes. If, if La Sicaria wasn't helping me, the, this this podcast would be heard by exactly nobody. So <laughs> I, I was telling her today that she is the best employee, but she's also the worst employee because she's the only employee. I mean, I'm the talent. I, I'm not an employee. Well, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, of course you're the talent. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, but uh, even if uh, even if I'm an employee, I guess she's still the best employee. So that's right. So we were at Super Bowl. 
Pro Bowl, what what might be bigger than that, or what would be number three, or what's number two if I'm wrong about the Pro Bowl? I actually I actually think number two is an international game. They're fun. They're um, you know what the 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 people of Europe are really starting to dig the NFL, and it's a sold out game every time. I think it's eighty three thousand strong in Wembley, and uh, and people are roaring and having fun, and it's, that's a lot of fun, and they bring in. They bring in their, uh, they bring in their good talent to to handle the events. They got fireworks, they, you know. So they, they really, it's like a mini Super Bowl. When you go to a, an international game, it's like a mini Super Bowl. It's really great. It's wild. There's no NFL Europe anymore, right? No NFL Europe. That's sad. I always liked it. That but was. I think, is it this year that they're starting to play a game a week there in Europe? I think it is. Uh, I didn't know it was a week, but I know they play more games in London. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's every week. There's a game out there now. Wow. Um, okay. Well, good on them. Good on them. I feel bad for those teams. I hope they figured out logistically for the travel and whatever. I guess I think they're scheduling it around the bye weeks. That, so. that would make sense. Or if you, I mean, if you're an East Coast team, it's really no different than playing on the West Coast. Or only right. slightly different, but uh, anyway, they'll they'll work that out. Um, oh, I was gonna ask you: Do you are you ever able, or does it ever come up where you can work for any of the conferences in college? I did. You know what? I started doing. Um, I've done some Big Ten uh, championship uh, clinics, like they were experimenting, and then um, not that they were experimenting. They've run some great. Um, kind of experience type things like the, like the NFL does but uh, they tried USA football out with the clinics for the first time and went really well I think we were in New Orleans and then the next year was COVID right so um, I think we we're supposed to go back to Miami and that just never happened so hopefully we get to go back uh, that was for the that was for the championship game but I've handled Big Ten that was down in Indianapolis, and then there was a cool event that was at uh, for Media Day for the MAC conference. So that was cool at Ford Field. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of cool events. That had that had to have a the whole field was covered with kids. Had to have five hundred to a thousand kids out there. That's awesome. Um, anything with CFL or Arena League or XFL? No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I don't even know that they're around anymore. Uh, I know CFL is, but. Yeah, well, XFL is not, though. I mean, Dwayne Johnson bought it for like five million. Um, him and his ex-wife bought it, so I mean, you know, then COVID hit. But I imagine they can get that started if they want when the uh, field is clear. The what was the other one? The AAL or the AAF that was running? Oh, for I think was that the Arena League or the uh, there? There was a flag league they started up, which kind of mm. seemed. Interesting. No, it was regular football. It just ran after it, re- it was like winter and into spring, and there were some NFL players, but some mar you know marginal. It was it was sort of like the USFL was, but it was regular pro football rules, and was actually doing pretty well in the ratings. It just apparently was more expensive to run than. I guess the NFL was making. Um, yes, I think the NFL owned the league. Um, so I think the networks were happy with it, but the NFL wasn't. I guess they're just used to a much larger margin or some margin. I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, 
I don't have any specifics on that one. I haven't worked for, like, I think it'd probably be a little bit of a conflict of interest, like, uh, um, working for anybody that's competing with the National Football League or, or USA Football. I mean, USA Football is like the governing body for football, so I'm not sure where they interact with other leagues. Um, I know where they interact with, like, high school and youth leagues, but uh, not sure when it comes to the bigger leagues. Well, let's but, just let's you know. pretend that uh, the XFL exists and they're running something, and USA Football says, "Keith, can can you do it?" I mean, if if USA Football says it's okay, is it a conflict, or is it you go, "No, I work with the NFL. I can't really do it." Um, well, everybody's pretty tight, so if if they had asked me, I'm guessing it's okay. Okay. But I'd probably double check my, you know, I I double check too. Like, you know, there's even I I wonder myself even like with this podcast right what, what am i allowed to say what am i not but not that i'm there i have nothing negative to say against any of the organizations they're phenomenal and i think they do a great job for kids and do a great job for the game so um you know I, I try and make sure that i spin a positive light especially when you know so many people are always against um, different sports for different reasons you know so i i can't enough good things about USA football or or the National Football League or a collegiate game. So what do you do? You go on your phone and you go, Siri, get me Goodell. And then, <laughs> and he picks up and he goes, what's up, Action Hero? And you go, yeah. what's up, older Action Hero? At Iowa Eye Center, our vision experts are at the center of all your vision needs. We're here to make sure you see a lifetime of memories. To learn more about what Iowa Eye Center can do for you, visit our website at iowaeyecenter.com. You know, we've got a relationship, but uh, I, I can't pick up my phone and call him. Okay. So he, he does, he does, uh, he knows, he knows I'm out there and what a great guy, a great family man, um, you know, and he, he comes out there and he helps with some of the clinics too sometimes. So it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. And friendly takes pictures with fans like great guy if so, you do have to call to check out just to make sure it's it's kosher and it's okay do you call like their pr department do you call legal department or you know nah, i i call i call people within events that i talk to okay so that contract me people, people that you know the higher up enough that they, yeah. they, they've got the if not the uh, actual authority they have the apparent authority yeah and it's all worked out so far Yes. Well, and I can say I've never, I've never done a podcast before. So, you know, I have, I have used, uh, I have used them as a reference for jobs, like my football jobs and stuff. So, but, well, you're doing great. You're doing, you're a good talker. <laughs> well, it's you, Jeff. I know. I get to talk to you again. I know. I know. It's, it's like a, it's like a bonus. You should be paying me, actually. All right. Yeah. I, will, I will next time. Oh, good. I'll, I'll put you on my podcast. I can't wait. That would be amazing. I would I would love that. I don't know what you're going to ask me about. Well, actually, there's plenty that you could ask me about that you probably know the right questions that almost nobody left in my life knows to ask. So actually, <laughs> I'm the one that would have to check with, uh, you know what, at this point, I don't even care. But I'm the one that should probably check with legal. <laughs> Everyone out there is like, what did that man do? Uh, yeah. Another day, my friends, another day. <laughs> I need to be much more famous before I start letting you into that. Um, so, 
you know, so have you from this have you uh, turned into training any of the the NFL teams themselves or any of the players themselves? No, no. So I. Did you hear that echo? No, no. It's all on your end, so no worries. Yeah, no, I can't. I strictly stay with uh, the youth level, and um, uh, you know, I I've got players that have gone on to the league that I've worked with uh, for my football teams. So they went to play in college, and then they went on to the league. Um, but yeah, I do. I like. I, I do love training the kids, and I just actually I was working with a kid who's, uh, you know, I didn't. I can't take all the credit like he he does he was doing a lot of work himself but he went on to a division one college um in cincinnati and uh great kid works hard but you know he was in the he was in the weight room at one of the schools and uh and i it was one of my stops in between during covid and so i i gave him some pointers and some tips but that kid he's got a chance he's he was starting as a freshman and uh he's got a chance he could go so um so I've done work that way. Let's just say. When they uh, when they call you coach, does it make you feel old or does it make you feel proud? Uh, you know what? I think it's more um, not old. I think it's more. It's kind of like a respect thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like like if they called me Mister, I'd feel old, right? Mm-hmm. But coach, coach is okay because it's like you know we got a good relationship and you know we're we're coach is good. Cause we're, I think it's respecting. We're around the same age. Uh, you might be a few years older. I might be a few years older. Frankly, I don't remember, um, and you probably don't either. But you know, we're we're at that that point where, depending on who you're with, you're either old or you're still a young man. Depending on, is right. <laughs> there's nothing in the middle. Mentally, I feel young. Physically, my body's telling me I'm getting old. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, uh, I, I I hear that mentally. I'm I'm like a you know a 15 year old, so it's 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 all yeah, good. I'm, I mean, heck, we could talk Avengers for an hour. It would be all right. I I would love to do. Yeah, I would love to talk Avengers for an hour at some point. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, that's the whole thing. I've got. I actually have an MCU uh, podcast already recorded, and I'm working on the DCU one also. We have like a oh, little boy. theme month. MCU, DCU, I've got a British science fiction one already recorded, and I have a Star Trek one already recorded. Trying to get an anime for one of those uh, five weekend months, and uh, uh, and I have people for it. It's just uh, I'm not 100% you know, sold on whether it's going to happen, but the DCU one is, and I only need four weeks for a, for a theme month. And three- yeah, well, that, that yeah. Disney Plus sure did help out with uh, the MCU. And and with Star Wars, like Mandalorian was great. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet, but I'm I'm meaning oh. to check it out. But yeah, I I binged the three MCU series in two weekends. I finished you know in order. I did WandaVision in two days. Started uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and finished Captain America and the Winter Soldier the next day. And then I watched Loki the next weekend. All done, done and done. All great. I enjoyed every single one. And I'm not going to say they were all perfect, but I enjoyed everything about them. And, you know, I found Loki to be like sort of, you know, how like all like move the Avengers movies, they're all like one's a heist movie, one's a spy movie, one's a Western, one's a cop buddy movie. The, the Loki one, it started off, I thought it was going to be like 48 hours, but it ended up being British science fiction. <laughs> I'd take that. Yeah. 
absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I, and, you know, I, and I, I like the whole WandaVision closed universe kind of thing. I think that I love that show. Yeah, that was great. They're, they're, everyone is really creative, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I mean, you know, like a like a spy, you know, like a spy heist movie kind of thing. It was, it, it was all good. I mean, they, it's good to see the character uh, backgrounds on those guys. So I enjoy it. I I definitely yeah, so enjoy do it. I. So yeah, um, do you work with any other leagues, or is it just the NFL? No, I was I was. Um, I mean, I was I mean, like NBA and MLB. No, uh, there was a close shot that was coming. Uh, actually, this year, somebody said uh, they referred me over to for the All Star game to uh, the MLB, but it didn't didn't pan out. So that's okay. I'm, yeah. I'm all right with that. It'll happen. Uh, yeah, and football football is where like that's my game. I know football, and I'm really great with football. Now, baseball is great. I, my three sports are football. Hockey, because my son plays hockey, he's an avid hockey player. And then baseball, you know, it's always America's pastime, so. And you are America's all-star, all-American hero. I mean, the, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you keep it going. You, you might be uh, old Steve Rogers now or, or U.S. agent or whatever, but uh, it's uh, you, you're still still keeping it real. I'm not sure if that's yours or mine, so don't, don't worry about it. Um, in podcasting, there's always beeps and blurbs and things like that going round and round. Um, oh my God. But of course, I lost my own train of thought there. Um, yep, it's on mine. Uh, so, these are paying gigs, right? Um, yeah, they are. Is but this... some, of, some of them I do, like, I do things for communities for free. I mean, you know, I'm fortunate to get paid for a lot of these things. It's, uh, but, um, you know, that's not what I do it for. Sure. Kind of like coaching, right? Like if you looked at the dollar values over time, you're probably probably not doing all that well. But it doesn't matter because the happiness value is way up there. Yeah, it's for fulfillment. It's for your soul. It's for you know, for yes. your, you know style of life. And and you 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 know you have your other business that uh, well, I assume you still have it. Yes. Yeah, and that's you know that supports this job. So like it is. It's about. It's about purpose, right? Life, like without life purpose, you kind of just wandering along aimlessly. So that's my, uh, you know, it's not about the money. Never has been, never will be with coaching. And our happy steps warrior there is still monitoring the uh, other business, correct? Yep. yep. Good. Good. They, they take, they do a great job taking care of it. I, <laughs> they just ask me every once in a while what, you know, what my opinion is. Then usually they don't like it. Yeah, then they do the opposite. So, yeah, right. That's what they were. That's what they did then too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I remember it well. It seems to have worked out for everyone. Um, how many weeks a year would you say that that you're doing these types of events? Well, I mean, let's just start with coaching football, right? Like that's a, a nine week gig just for nine games, plus two weeks of training camp, plus five weeks in the summertime. So there's that, and then you take a couple weeks in the January, now February, January and February, Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, then a week in draft for draft. A lot of times I'll go down, and this week's the Hall of Fame game, but uh, with coaching and everything going on, I, I didn't make that one. But there's that week. And then kickoff, yeah, I'm skeptical now, or I'm I'm on and off because of coaching, and because kick, kickoff happens in September, and that's right in the middle of high school season. So there's that. And then with other... Uh, with other organizations that call me, 
I mean, I could have, I probably, if this summer wasn't so busy, I probably could have been on the road every weekend to a, to a place and help run clinics. But this summer with my kid graduating and all these COVID things and everybody stacking stuff up, you know, I didn't, I didn't do many weekend gigs this, this year, but I just got a call. I just got a call this week to, Hey, can you go handle another one? I'm like, uh, I got a coach's meeting that day. I'm taking my daughter here. Like, you know, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to do as many as I can, but sometimes it gets a little tricky. Who was the first or was there anyone where you were just starstruck? Mm. You know what? I think, I think it was, uh, Peyton Manning, right? Like, uh, you know, he was, you know, well the, well, the first person I remember meeting was Megatron, and that was when the the Lions were zero and sixteen, and uh, and he was pretty shy, you know. And I'm like, dude, you made it to the league, man. Like, I'd be proud, right? Like, that's the highest level you can get to. It's the National Football League. But then Peyton Manning, he did a great thing. We were in uh, we were in Pearl Harbor, handling an event for military family kids, and the practice got canceled for the AFC. And because of rain, because it was raining, they don't they don't want to get anybody injured in the rain. But uh, Peyton Manning loaded up two buses full of players, two buses full of players, and he brought them over. And he said, "We're not leaving. We're not going back to the hotel until we stop and see these military kids." And so in walks the whole AFC Pro Bowl team to see these military kids. And you gotta, I mean, you just gotta give it up for all those players that were that came with i mean it was peyton and jj and uh, just you know you name it they were there so it was fantastic and really you know what a tribute to those families so that's cool. great do you still get starstruck over anybody or is it now it's it's sort of like just part of your life yeah i mean so we've never been able to you, you know they always said no pictures no autographs no you know act like you've known them your whole life and now you know there were times like that. And, and what's funny is those players, especially the younger ones, they look to you for advice. Like, hey, what do I have to do while I'm at this event? So, again, you're the coach, right? you got to coach these players. And they're looking because the players are just used to being instructed most times. So, they, uh, so you know, after, after you get past the first couple of events and you've done it and you've been around the guys, like, okay, yeah, here we go. Like, here's what needs to be done. And, and we all know we're, we're all in it for the kids. So it's, um, yeah, so the players, the players, we don't, we don't get, I don't get too starstruck by them. Every once in a while, I'll see, uh, I'll see somebody that, uh, you know, like, uh, that I, I admired as a kid or something. Or, like an Elway like, or Montana or something. And... Yeah, right? Like, so, like, uh, yeah. So that, that's kind of why it's cool. But you're a Chicago guy, so if it, um, Chicago guy. So if there's a you know a bear there, that it's a legend. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's there's quite a few legends, right? Like uh, you know, there's Urlacher and Hester, and uh, you think back to like Singletary Dent. And, you know, if Walter Payton was still on Sweetness, man, like if I ever ran into Sweetness, like how you know how cool it would be, right? To, to if I would have been able to run an event with with that man, one I heard he was a great. Like he was really funny, but then too, you know, he was, you know, one of the greatest of all time. So, yeah, there's a reason they what they named that award after him. That's right. I'm still, yeah. I, so. I still remember. I've been I've been out of the sports game for a while, but I, I still remember the, the big things. Yeah, I'm, 
my goal is to get into the Hall of Fame one day for uh, helping kids. How about that? Maybe, you know, maybe I can win one of those awards. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hey, listen, I, I'm sure they exist, and then why not you? I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Why not? Do you, do you have a vibranium shield? I'm working on that. I got I got a call out to Wakanda right now for one. <laughs> nice, Wakanda forever. Good. Uh, Anything else that you want to tell us about stuff going on? Anything that you want to promote, plug, anything? This is a free plug zone. No, no. I mean, you know, I'm I'm off to I'm off to coaching football next week. We started up, and uh, we, you know, we're going to be hitting it hard, and that's you know that's where I'll be the, my next uh, eleven weeks at least. Live on the gridiron. I told the kids, I said, we ain't ending at nine weeks. Like, welcome to the new world of football, man. We're going we're going to the playoffs. inspirational you're gonna take them all the way that's what i'm hoping right do you have a hat like uh like gene hackman did in in the replacements i had like a fedora <laughs> I, <laughs> I probably have one in my yeah i probably do actually it'd be more like a panama jacket right like, yeah sure or like you know like a bear Bryant. You, you like a you know not don show oh my god i can't think of his uh dallas cowboys you know what i wear i wear a bucket hat Bucket up. Okay. Yeah. That's, um, okay. My daughter, my daughter goes to, uh, my daughter handles the Enzo cameras for uh, a college football team, and uh, she got me a hat. So. Okay, well, that's sweet. That, that, that's a sentimental bag. Listen, whatever your je ne sais quoi is, I mean, you know, wearing a fedora wasn't cool in football until Bear Bryant did it, and then I don't know. Then And Landry also. Um, so... You know, uh, you're starting the whole uh, bucket hat thing. So that, that, that's awesome. Uh, and, I love bucket hats. And we totally will not call you Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> although, I, although I probably act more like him than anything else. Gilligan? Than Captain America. <laughs> I'm not seeing a lot of Gilligan from you. No. Uh, I'm not really seeing really any Gilligan's on parallel. Yeah, no. No one from Gilligan's Island. Uh, uh, I'll try. I'll try and work on it, but it's it's uh, nothing's coming to me right now on that. But definitely nothing on Gilligan's Island. Maybe uh, I'm in a land of the lost sort of mood, so maybe maybe a rip from Land of the Lost. But that's not 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 even it. Not even it either. I'll just take Captain America. I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean, why, why not? Who wouldn't be? Google thinks so, so I'm good. Yeah, I, I after seeing Blackwood, I'm pretty sure that I'm the Red Guardian. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, listen. Thank you for making this happen. Thank you for giving us some of your time and sharing your story. It is uh, very philanthropical, even though there is a you know there is some pay involved in it, but the it, it clearly didn't come from that. It came from your heart and your desire, and because you love football and you love giving back, and you know, I sense the energy, and it's definitely keeping you young, and that 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 is very cool. That's right. The cool thing, the, the final thing you said, keeping you young, you know, every year kids come through, right? And they're always 14 to 18, mm -hmm. but you get a brand new batch of kids 14 to 18, so you never feel like you're getting old, because they're always the same age. All of a sudden, you're like, whoa, how did I get to 40? Right? <laughs> like, yeah. now I'm like, how did I get to Oh, I'm on my way to 50. Like, oh, I don't see, know how this happened. See, I am older than you. Yeah, damn it. Um, yes. yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, you're right. You, you're very fortunate. Your life is like a cartoon life. Nobody ever ages. 
Right, absolutely. So just get rid of all the mirrors. Right. You don't yeah, need them. Rearview mirrors, they're for suckers. That's right. Does your, car, mirrors. does your car drive itself? It does. Yeah, it's of awesome. course. That That's what action heroes do. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I needed something for that drive, man. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. And you got to sleep sometime. That's right. I wish you could. But they keep telling you, hit the wheel. Hit the wheel. It, it, Pay attention. It can. It's the function is just disabled, waiting some sort of lobbying effort or whatever. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. Yeah, that that Musk guy, he's definitely gonna do it. Is, by the way, is he gonna take you into space? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. you I, know, I'll go with him. You know him too, right? I, I wish, right? Oh, no. Actually, so you know, like you follow interesting people, and like I, I really followed Steve Jobs a lot, and I read his book and stuff. And now Elon Musk is that guy that you know, I I actually like how I. He tries things, fails at them, keeps trying, keeps trying, keeps trying, and then gets it done, right? Like, it's really kind of, because life doesn't just work with successes, right? you got to have those failures that succeed. So, that, I really like Elon. It's absolutely true. It, it's funny, because right now there's this whole, I mean, I, I think the whole argument is, is absurd that these billionaires could feed the world or they could house the world instead of going to space. I mean, first of all, that's really not their responsibility. They're only billionaires because people want what they want. If if all of us got off our asses and went shopping, we, you know, Amazon, Jeff Bezos wouldn't be so rich. But Robert Reich, he's the former labor secretary for Clinton, posted something about that today. You know, and I don't normally respond to politicians or blue check markets, and I just assume that they're going to mostly ignore me anyway. But I'm like. Actually, no, I don't agree with you. I actually think that billionaires doing space tourism will eventually lead to industries which will house much more people uh, than the aggregate of all of your ideas ever. <laughs> and, 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 and I don't dislike Robert Reich. I, you know, I, I, I just think that it's like saying that, like, you know, when the Wright brothers or Henry Ford built their stuff, that, well, it's only for the wealthy. Cruise ships, only for the wealthy. Sure, they were for a little bit, but it took what a decade, twenty years before they were for everybody, and 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 it creates tens of thousands of jobs. I think the easiest way to relate that to to everybody is flat screen TVs, right? Well, they start out at thirty thousand dollars, then they were fifteen thousand dollars, now like three hundred dollars, right? Mm -hmm. You got to start somewhere, and it's going to be costly to get it to a more efficient price, right? So. You know, I mean, everybody's got everybody's got an opinion. It's, it's cool. Let them have those. Great. Uh, we've got ours, and you know, but we're not we're not uh, we're not motivated by by those kind of by others. No, I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not an influencer either. But and I do generally stay away from politics on these shows. But yes, but I I am a you know I'm I'm a capitalist. But I I you know I'm not totally averse to you know certain things that are you know what people call socialistic just just tell me how it makes sense and tell me how it's not gonna be how it's not gonna ruin stuff um but, <laughs> right. but uh don't ruin things make things better and that's cool right like yeah. you know there's a lot of uh like i wouldn't say that i've ever been an environmentalist right it's just nothing that like i've really driven for in my whole life but yet i've got an electric car right you know my daughter she's a big environmentalist i just never you know, like that wasn't one of the things I followed. What I did follow, if you did want to go politics, was Michelle Obama had the whole Go Play campaign, right? Which I thought was phenomenal. That was a great campaign and something to 
maybe I should like write her an email and try and bring that back strong because kids during COVID have done nothing but sit on their butts and stare at screens and then when they get off the school screens then they do like video game screens they're just on screens and we need to get them out and on their feet and outside playing again so you know you if, if I was to go anything in politics in this conversation I, would, I, I probably should get off my butt and write her an email and say what can I do to help because that's that's because that's where I fit in in the whole that's where I fit in in the whole world right so well I'm going to double down on that and I'm going to say A yes you should do it and B you don't have to get off your butt to write an email that's true that's true so it's so it's a it's a win-win for everyone okay it was great seeing you it's great catching up this is a great story um i really didn't know all of the stuff that you were doing and and how uh you know uh, philanthropic and, and from the heart it was i mean i knew that you were a jock and really into sports and all that um but i you know i, I wasn't aware of all of this and it's always happy to hear these things i'm glad that everything seems to be going great and and that your team is going to be going to the playoffs this year and into the you know in, you know like you said not just the first round into the fifth sixth round maybe even let's get there maybe uh maybe you'll come back as a state champion who knows i hope so because I, I went there one game. I've gotten there in 2018, but uh, came out 22 points short. So it's time to come out 22 points ahead. Well, in basketball, that's not that big a deal. But, uh. That's right. <laughs> All right. Or Canadian football, for the matter. Or arena arena football. I think, I think I'm getting the two confused. Anyway, man, good seeing you. And uh, next time you're in Baltimore, don't, don't forget about your uh, you know in-action hero friend. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining right. us. Yeah. Thanks, brother. All right, folks. We have just uh, disconnected with Keith McMaster. Uh, nice, interesting story there. Um, hope you found it inspira- inspiring and interesting. Um, I didn't really know about this whole world of uh, NFL and Nike and, and USA football and all of that other stuff, how they sponsor things and hired coaches. And, you know, I mean, I think it's something that we sort of intuitively saw, but never really understood sort of the details of it. So you got a little idea to the inner workings of uh, big sports leagues and some of their outreach programs, et cetera, and how things work and how they're formal yet informal at the same time. Uh, You know, this is only the NFL, um, obviously. Um, But I imagine that, that, they don't reinvent the wheels in, in other leagues. It's also really cool to hear that kids in Europe are digging NFL football. This is pretty much the only real sport that I follow with any regularity, so for my purposes. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it, and we will be back soon with another interview on Garden of Doom's Garden Views. Thank you very much. I say they call me too main, the ebony lover. I validate the theory when I'm under the cover. Use the sport of kings, meddling diamond rings. Football. My name's Tarula, I'm a real bad dude, making sounds and noises that are certainly rude. But when we're on the field, my noises are an art, like a, and a, or a plain old bar. It's the sport of kings, meddling diamond rings. Football.
I was leader of the team for about a week. My specialty was the quarterback sneak. I was sacked and attacked. My bag was packed when I got the word in the form of a bird. It's the you know, now. Football. We once were a team that never could mesh it, but now we're something fresher than fresh. You think we're jamming, and that's a fact. Everybody's saying, Wildcat, 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 Wildcat. It's the sport of kings, better than diamond rings. Football. Molly's little girls and no other sucker made a banner that was a bad mother. Don't cuss. Not us. It's the sport of kings. Better than diamond rings. Football. Ha, ha, ha. My name is Finch. And as you know, I used to sit on the bench. Money, food, and necessities of life. Those are the things that keep me nice. But when I don't get them, I go berserk and act just like a 400-pound jerk. <laughs> Beat this out as soon as you can with just kicking it, kicking it around, my man. It's the sport of kings, better than diamond rings. Football. Wildcats. Football. Wildcats. Football. It's been a long day. Your schedule's tight. Can we just take care of dinner for you? Quickstar has take-home meals. Not cheap, flash-frozen stuff. Made from scratch, fresh, never frozen. Great quality because we make it ourselves. Grab a meal now to heat and eat later. Great kitchen cravings meals like fettuccine alfredo with grilled chicken. Meatloaf with mashed potatoes and gravy. Roast turkey with dressing and mashed potatoes. I feel a meal, a great family meal coming on that you didn't even have to cook. Quickstar, we got you covered. For many years, Tyson's has been serving local communities. The secret to our success is simple, our people. At Tyson's, we're looking to hire a variety of seasonal positions in addition to assistant managers, cashiers, customer service, receivers, and more. Tyson's Associates are immersed in a great work environment with an experienced team, receive competitive pay, and are part of a family-owned company. Ready to make a change? Head to tysons.com careers and start your journey today. Tyson's Home Farm Auto.